Thanks for joining us on Sandville Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today is a 150-gamer in the statewide Super League. This Saturday, it's Glenelg Premiership Utility. Brad Agnew, Brad, congratulations on reaching the milestone. Uh, it's taken you some time, but you've got there eventually. Yeah, thanks, Zach. Yeah, it's been a, a few years. Uh, so we had a, had a year off in 2018 to do some travel and, and came back. But, yeah, it's been a, a bit of a journey, but, um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Certainly have, uh, obviously emanating all the way from Glenelg's uh, country zone down there, the Mount Burr Mozzies. Um, how did footy all start for you? Yeah, as you said, I started at, at Mount Burr Mozzies, a very successful club um, down in the southeast there. Mum and Dad are on a, a sheep farm sort of 10 minutes out of Mount Burr and in between um, Kalangadu, where the, the great Ben Mills mm-hmm. is still playing down there. So yeah. that's um, the part of the Glenelg country zone and I was lucky enough to, to come up and play a couple of games of under-18s and then um, made the move up and sort of been, been there ever since. So, yeah. How tough was that for you at the time, a young teenager? And, um, yeah, where were you at with your schooling and what happened there? Um, yeah, so I actually moved up and did year 12 at, at Sacred Heart. Sort of made the decision that I was going to come up and, you know, play a bit of footy at Glenelg. Um, but, yeah, it was a, a sort of tough time moving away from family at that stage, sort of, um in year 12, but it was something I wanted to do. And, and you know, I've, I've made a lot of great friends out of that and a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of contacts. So it was a, a great sort of decision from my point of view. Um, and, yeah, no no regrets, absolutely. And obviously, uh, yeah, it didn't take long for some su- success to come for you playing in an under-18 premiership. Yeah, well, actually, in, in 2009, I was still playing at Mount Burr, and mm-hmm. Ian Cox was the coach. Um, so I played a, a couple of games during the year, and I was lucky enough to get invited up um, to play in, in the, the final series in the under-18s. Um, so I actually won a, a, a flag with Mount Burr and then another a premiership in the same year with Glenelg. So <laughs> it was... It was a good year, 2009, and then, yeah, I, I moved up the year after and we won the under-18s again, so when Chris Massey was the coach, so it was a good couple of years there. Um, Certainly yeah. was, and then, and then your major league debut in round one of 2011, and uh, there is an old saying that you generally remember your first game, but uh, you certainly would for more reasons than one, and given the um, sensational comeback the the Glenelg players put on uh, against Sturt at home. Yeah, we were. I was sort of discussing it with Andrew Bradley, um, another guy who was playing in that game recently um, after the Nord game earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, we were sort of discussing our biggest comebacks, and I think, yeah, other than the Nord one this year, that was an amazing game to be a part of. Sort of, I can't remember how much we were down, sort of, yeah, 48, 50 points at um, three-quarter time. And yeah. I think we ended up winning by three goals. Yeah. Still, we kicked sort of 10 goals or so in the last quarter. And it was, yeah, I think it was about six or 7,000 down at the base. It was a, a stirt. Obviously, got a, a great following as well. And, yeah, it was a, certainly a memorable one. I would have remembered it anyway, but that made it even more, uh, <laughs> more special. 
I also kicked a goal, which I haven't. Um, I don't kick many goals, so that was another. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to chime in with that actually. Cause I saw that, yeah, and it was um, an important one in the last quarter. <laughs> I haven't haven't troubled the scorers too much since, but yeah, I was um, I snuck forward um, quickly and just slapped it on the boot and it went through. So that was <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Oh, very good, and uh, yeah, obviously uh, between then and 2019 with the league premiership, there was a lot of hard toil um, in between times. Um, how tough was that for you and testing your mental resolve throughout some real high up and downs? Yeah, it was very tough. As you know, football clubs are, are great places when you're winning and they can be incredibly tough when things aren't going your way. And um, yeah, there was a, a few years there where you were sort of question, you know, where we're going and what what we're doing. But, um, yeah, we, I sort of had a lot of great mates at Glenelg and that's what makes you stick around. And there was a lot of people working really hard to get the club back. It was just, mm. you know, you go through a lot of those, yeah, a lot of pain to, to get there sometimes. And it took probably longer than we, we wanted. But, um yeah, I mean, I also had a year off in 2018 and um, to do some travel, and that was great for my, um, both mentally and physically, just to have a bit of a refresh and um, come back and, yeah, get get stuck into it. But, yeah, it certainly, certainly was tough um, when we're sort of losing by, um, you know, triple figures some weeks and yeah, yeah. trying to front up to training and the supporters. Um, but, mm. you know, as... As, as you say, tough times don't last, and if you can stick it out, um, it's very rewarding. So, yeah, I'm glad we, we, we got there in the end. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. But um, your year away, tell us about where you did travel. And um, I did understand that uh, you did manage a kick of Aussie Rules football uh, abroad somewhere. Yeah, so me and my old fiancé now, um, married, we've always wanted always wanted to do a, a European summer and mm-hmm. so we decided to do that so we we started in London and met up with some friends and um Liam McBain was also mm. featured quite prominently in that trip um <laughs> and we we sort of did um right around Europe um did a bit of a circle of all the um all the islands, Paris and France, up to Sweden and um, Italy, and we ended up having a. There was a hundred-year reunion of a um, a World War Two battle in a small town called Peron mm-hmm. in France, and I applied for that and ended up having a kick with another mate of mine, Tate Giudresco, that I went to school with, and mm-hmm. so we we played in that, um, and that was brilliant. So it was sort of an AFL Europe. Um, organized it and okay. so we stayed stayed a couple of days there and played in an exhibition game and then you know had a few drinks with the locals after and it was yeah it was a great experience uh, that town had been um sort of liberated by the australian troops 100 years before and so they put on a bit of an event and yeah it was it was brilliant and how did you go personally in the game uh, there? <laughs> I tried to. I was actually playing um, centre half back. Oh. I snuck down, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't kick one. But um, yeah, the fitness levels probably weren't what they uh, should have been at that stage of the trip. But yeah, it was good to have a kick and yeah. have a run around, and you know, meet a few of the, the guys from um, from Europe that were playing in that league. So yeah, good experience. 
and when you came home, was there any question that you would return to the bay to resume with Glenelg? Oh, not really. I sort of had a, a lot of time to reflect when I was away, and I, you know, really decided that I, I wanted to win a premiership with Glenelg, and that's what I wanted to do. So, um, it's pretty much as soon as I got back, you know, Paul Sienico was great. He was on the phone straight away, and I was pretty much signed a couple of days after, I think. So, um, yeah, I had had a lot of time to think, and I, yeah, I decided that I'd, I'd spent enough time and I really wanted to have some success so I was going to stick it out and um, try and get that. And you certainly did in 2019, um, still a bit of a fairy tale for you and I guess a lot of those guys you mentioned, Andrew Bradley earlier, but Max Proud and Matty Snook and Chris Curran, these sort of guys that have been through all those tough times. Yeah, absolutely. It was, you know, amazing experience and a lot of the supporters as well. Um, and, you know, my, my family and all the family members that have seen, you know, how <laughs> how hard it is, especially when you're, you're down the bottom. So it was a, it's just a rewarding experience to see how much it means to not just all us players, but the, the supporters as well who have been, you know, fronting up and watching us get pummeled for, you know, the best part of eight years. So it was... Yeah, it still feels a bit surreal, to be honest, and I'll still sort of reflect on those moments in the change rooms with family members and, yeah, like I said, Max Fred and Chris Kane and Snooky and Brattles. So it was, um, yeah, it was brilliant. Do you have a favourite moment from the game itself? Um, oh, probably when Marlon Motlop kicked the, uh, the sealer was probably when it was about 23 minutes gone. That was the only time I... Or probably relaxed, mm-hmm. to be honest. It was a bit of a blur. Um, and that was the, the runner came out and said there's a minute left, and I think we we're up by five goals or something. So it yeah. sort of knew that it was out of reach. And that was when I just took a breath and yeah. <laughs> thought, all right, I can, it's almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost there. But the, yeah. with the game itself, you sort of, I was so nervous and you sort of, so focused on, you know, getting the job done that you don't really. It's all a bit of a blur, and then as you, you know, when the siren goes and you have those amazing uh, moments with your teammates and family, it's just yeah, something you sort of cherish. Most definitely. And uh, the week before, you must have been really proud that you pulled off arg- arguably uh, your career best game um, in the prelim. Yeah, well, it's probably there's always a lot of um, attention on you know Pardo and and Snooky, so I probably got off the chain a little bit against. Adelaide and played one of my, my better games, but, you know, I'm always just happy to play my role and, um, you know, do what I can to help those guys in the midfield. So, yeah, it was it was sort of rewarding to um, have a nice game and then go on and, and win the premiership. It was, it's just a fun experience playing on Adelaide Oval and, yeah. um, you know, it was our first final series. Um, you know, really, we, I played... In one in 2011, but sort of didn't get on the ground much, and so I was just enjoying being out there, yeah. to be honest, in front of, you know, a good crowd and um, playing on Adelaide Oval. So yeah. yeah, it was a great experience. And obviously this year, a special year at the Footy Club, being the centenary season, and you're on a remarkable uh, undefeated run. Um, what's uh, what's been the spark of that? Do you think, Brad? Yeah, it's um, interesting, and we sort of. We haven't gotten too 
far ahead of ourselves, to be honest. We're, the great thing about Brett um, is he, we just focus on whoever's in front of us that week, and mm. um, you know we we just try and win that game, and that's that's been his message all year. And we haven't we haven't really thought too far ahead, to be honest, or or looked back. We just we keep focusing on whoever's in front of us. We beat them, and that's mm. it. Um, but yeah, it is. It's a special year for the footy club. Obviously, a lot of history at Glenelg, and um, some great people involved and um yeah we've we've had some great players come in as well to mix Glenelg juniors that have come back and yep. Rocky Hosey and Toby Pink um and also guys like Sam Durden um coming into the football college it's they're great people um firstly and then they're also unbelievable players as well so yeah Paul Sienica has done a great job um putting a, a strong list together as well so that obviously helps but it's um we went to a trip in to Darwin early on in the year with the women's team as well, and that was um, that was brilliant um, to sort of have that one club mentality. Um, so the club's really invested in um, in the players, and I think they're sort of seeing the rewards for that. Um, so hopefully we can keep it going. And obviously that one team in front of you next is Central District at ACH Group Stadium. Uh, Certainly won't be treating them lightly. No, absolutely not. They've had the water over us for many, many years and they're, they're playing some um, good footy. They knocked off North earlier on in the year out, out at Centru- uh, yeah, out at their home. And, you know, there's no easy games in the sample. That's the, the beauty of it. You yeah. can't... Um, you have an off day and you, you lose. So it's... Um, we certainly have to be on our, our best and I'm sure they'll be coming out wanting to to be the first ones to knock us off for the year. So, mm-hmm. we, um, yeah, it should be a good game. you got some family coming up from the southeast. Yeah, so mum and dad um, and two brothers and sister will be coming up. So, um, oh. it should be, yeah, it should be good. I'm hoping it goes a little bit better than my hundreds. So, um, <laughs> what happened there? I, uh, in the the first, yeah, yeah, I got right. shoved into the goalpost in the first contest, so I'll, I'll be staying away from the, the goalpost <laughs> this year. This time. I will certainly wish you all the best for that, and uh, yeah, hopefully, you do have a much more enjoyable milestone game, Brad. We thank you very much for your time on Sanford Radio, and uh, congratulations on reaching 150 statewide Super League games, and all the best against Central District at ACH Group Stadium. No worries. Thanks, Zach. Have a good one.